Hello and welcome to the Bandcast. I'm your host, Graham Eels, and today I'm with one of my really good friends, Noah B. What's up, How you doing? I'm great, man. I'm great. Glad to be here. It's pretty cool. New experience. So what have you been up to these days, man? Uh, Lately, I've been working pretty hard as a head chef at Harbor Oyster Bar. Uh, We opened back in May 2019, and uh, it's been nine months now, and it's been a pretty pretty crazy grind it's my first head chef position and uh yeah that's pretty much what i've been doing lately tell me about your team like who works under you what's your system um so as of lately we've just been running uh, a tighter ship uh i'm the head chef and i really just have three other line cooks and we're kind of just you know have each other's backs and work extra hard to make sure that you know we keep a tighter ship so Things are looked after more aggressively than having a, a lot of people on a line and a lot of people in a restaurant where you can see a lot of mistakes. Uh, it's harder sometimes to work with a smaller group, but right now it's it's been working well. So um, tell me tell me about the menu that you made because you made yourself a menu, right? Yeah. Um. So we've launched two menus now. Um. The first one came together pretty fast. Um. I got hired as the head chef a month before we opened, so I only had really three weeks to come up with a menu. And the menu is pretty much, uh, so we're at Oyster Bar, so basically the oysters are shucked at the bar, and then the seafood and all the other food comes from the kitchen. So um, that's pretty much my department. It's mostly um, kind of higher-end seafood bar food style, so it's share a lot of shareable items. Um, all the seafood is super fresh. We got fish and chips, a burger, scallops, um, we got fried oysters, Rockefeller, we have lots of different seafood items, it's pretty, it's pretty sweet. Where do you, where do you get your seafood from? Um, so we try to locally source as many ingredients as possible, that's something I'm passionate about as a chef and someone in the culinary world, um, so basically all of our seafood that we can get comes from Vancouver and all of our oysters obviously are locally sourced or just from the east coast but still Canada so it's mostly local yeah and um how do you, how do you price how what's your price range like for meals um I'd say price range depends on what you're looking for at Harbor I mean you come in for oysters during happy hour we do buck fifty a shack so you can really get a lot of oysters and not spend too much money um but if you're eating food and drinking and you know having a good time you can rack up a decent bill but it's always worth your money and you know i'd say the price range is around if you're gonna have six oysters and a drink and maybe share some food you're gonna probably spend like 35 dollars honestly that's pretty good and you gotta pay for quality like you're using good ingredients right so that comes with a price yeah man how long have you been a chef for? Um, so I've been a head chef for nine months, but I entered I entered the industry back in, I guess it would be twenty thirteen or twenty twelve. So I've been I've been, I, my first job in the kitchen was Earl's. Um, I just applied as a dishwasher, and the chef asked me if I wanted to jump online and skip the dish, no pun intended, and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I jumped right into it, and I loved it. I've always been passionate about food, so that kind of just was the catalyst for my whole career, and 
Yeah. Girls love food too, right? Definitely. Girls always love food. Girls like when you can cook for them. That's definitely a bonus. It's like an army man being a chef. You (laughs) You just got that extra bonus. That's awesome. Do you have a nice knife as well? Yeah, I've collected a few pretty nice knives. I'm really into Japanese knives, so... Um, Japanese steel. Yeah, Japanese steel. I got a, a beautiful uh, Takamura um, sitting at home. Actually, I took it home from work just because it's too nice to have at work. And uh, yeah, definitely collected a few. They're definitely. I'm, I'm obsessed with Japanese knives, so I, I need to make a trip out to Japan and check out their knife markets and experience that. How's the How's the culture living? Well, not living. Sorry, but working. Uh, the culture in the kitchen or, or in, in the Just restaurant? Just overall restaurant. Um, it depends on where you work, but I can only really speak for Vancouver because I've worked in Vancouver. Um, it's, it's, it's pretty hectic. I guess anywhere in the, in the restaurant industry, you're not really in charge of your hours, you know, especially if you're, you're not at the top of your, of the chain of positions. Like right now, I'm a head chef, so I can make my own hours. But you know, you still gotta be responsible for the kitchen, so you have to be there during the busiest times. So, um, a lot of hours go in as a head chef, but it definitely, um, hopefully, for most chefs, it pays off. Obviously, it's rewarding work being a head chef, but you definitely have to put the hours in. Um, and in terms of the culture, it's all really about um, how you can control your your habits and yourself in the industry because there's there's a handful of people that you know are doing everything in the industry there's people who party there's people who have their shit together so it's really just how where you fit in it's really up to you to make that decision would you say that like generally though it is a pretty party central yeah absolutely it's 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 supposed to, you know, the whole service is supposed to induce a party, and especially at Harbor, we we strive to, you know, have a fun environment, a young environment. We, we blast music, so, you know, people are taking shots. I like, like that. Yeah, it's a good time, but you know, it can it can it can get it can get hectic if you delve yourself into that lifestyle. But you know, it gets tiring, and as a head chef. You got bigger fish to fry. You got. Literally. I don't. You don't have. You don't have time to party too much. Yeah. You're working like what? Like, give me your hours as a head chef. You must work ridiculous um, hours. In the summer, I mean, when we opened, we opened. You know, right at the beginning of the summer, and I had really had no staff. I was training people, and people were leaving, and it was really, really just me. Um, and I was working like sixteen, fifteen-hour days every single day for probably two months straight and then as you know i hired a sous chef i hired people that could rely on more the hours went down to around 100 a week and now i'm thankfully sitting at probably you know 80 uh uh, sorry not a week every two weeks for those but yeah probably like 80 hours uh to 100 every two weeks depending on this season which is a lot that's, that's a lot, man. Yeah. But it's good money it's like too. Ten hour days. That's yeah. good money. Are you salary? Yeah, or? yeah, salary. That's why it's it's rough for some chefs. If you're salary, you know, you got to put in the hours, but you're getting standard money. But it's all it's all right because you know in the in the winter, you can take a little more time off, and still still have a steady income. Whereas if you're you know, 
getting cut as a cook, you know, always losing hours, losing shifts, and it can be a struggle. But you still got time to hit those ski mountains, though. Always, man, yeah. You like to ski, don't you? Yeah, definitely a big fan of the ski mountains. Hit the slopes, hella. <laughs> uh, we, we go up to Whistler a lot. Um, privileged enough to have a family that has a place this winter we're renting and uh and it's it's been a really good time just going up to whistler every weekend ripping the ripping the slopes if you were to choose one path to go like your favorite path at whistler either mountain which one would it be oh like a ski run like a path from from chairlift to finish Oh, seventh heaven, easy. Yeah. Yeah. No, no question. I mean, that's hard. actually fuck. That's a hard question. Um, it's got to be either seventh heaven or symphony. There's a symphony bowl, that's just incredible when there's fresh powder. It hasn't been open this season when I've been there though, so it's unfortunate. That's cool. Yeah. How long have you been skiing for? Um, I started skiing, I guess, when I was around. 10 years old but not too much and then as uh i got older around like grade 10 11 12 i started going to whistler going to cypress a little more so yeah it's been fun i'm not crazy i'm nothing crazy but i'll do crazy stuff but i'm not a crazy good skier i can just, just like going fast yeah i can go fast but yeah it's, good. it's always it's, it's a good time with the boys always you know I'm the same, man. I like to go fast. I don't like to just, like... I can't really do, like, a backflip. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no backflips for me. Crack my back. (laughs) That's awesome, man. So, what are the dreams for you as a chef? Um, as a chef... What are your ambitions? In the future, I definitely want to continue uh, my path in this career. I like what I do. I like making food and you know just being creative and always, always c- trying to come up with something new or learn something. There's an incredible amount to learn these days in anything, and especially in this industry. So, um, I my 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 biggest aspiration and goal, I'd say, is probably to open my own restaurant, uh, whether it be you know, just a regular restaurant or a catering business or, you know, start somewhere, even a food truck, like just something that's, you know, got my name in it and my own money. That'll be, you know, a, a starting point to like the next, w- what I aspire to get to. And then, you know, we'll go from there. You know what I mean? Yep. So what do you do when, like, if someone else is becoming a head chef and they want to make a menu? What are the things that you think about when you got to make a menu for customers? Um, so you got to, I mean, everything has to be on brand to to whatever the concept of your restaurant is, right? So if you're having an oyster bar, for example, we we all sat down before and decided that we wanted it to be really seafood forward. Um, so for Harbor, for I'll use Harbor as an example. Um, I've worked at a lot of restaurants and obviously different cuisines, but Harbor, we we do a lot of seafood. We obviously want to have a couple vegetarian options. So like we have shishito peppers. Uh, you can get a salad. Um, we also, you know, want to, you have to have, it's, it's good to have a variety of different proteins. So we have a burger, um, but 
it's very seafood forward. So, um, and beyond that, you also have to have a variety of, you know, flavors for people to, you know, be accustomed to people. Some certain people are hate cilantro. So you have to, you know, be aware of all these like little things that are going to annoy people and make sure that like you're not making a menu that's going to cause you a nightmare when people are modifying all these different dishes, you know? Um, and obviously you, as a chef, like building a menu, you, you got to take risks, but sometimes you'll make a menu item that you think is incredible and you'll put it on a menu and it doesn't sell at all. So that happens as well. So you really just have to kind of put your head in other people's shoes. You got to put your yourself in other people's shoes and and try to, you know, even if you, your taste buds are completely different from someone else's, you know, you're not you're not making a restaurant's menu for yourself. So you have to be aware of that. If you were to go out and want to impress like another chef, what restaurant would you bring them to? In Vancouver? Yeah, you can give me the, give me give me three. Um, wow. Okay, that's a good question. Oh, I love really love Kisatanto. I've been there once. Was super impressed. Um, the whole experience was incredible. The whole room. Uh, the food, the service, everything, the drinks, incredible. Uh, nothing bad to say about them. Um, another great place, my favorite spot in Vancouver actually is La Quercia. It's on 4th and Alma. It's a Italian restaurant and they have a sister restaurant next door. So they share a kitchen. It's called L'Ufficio and it's incredible. It's just probably the best pasta I've ever had in my life and... They do crazy features. The chef is incredible. He's from Italy. He like harvests his own bees and honey on his roof and has a bunch of like herbs and you know does his. He just does a lot of crazy stuff that you don't see in Vancouver. Um, so that's he's he's a big inspiration for me as well. He just opened up uh, another restaurant on, um, or I think one of someone from his group opened a restaurant on um, commercial right by my restaurant Harbor. So. Uh, I gotta go check that out because it's just apparently like a tiny little pasta restaurant. So we'll put that at one at number three. <laughs> okay, here's another one. Give me two anywhere in the world that you would want to go to. Um, I would love to go to Alenia. Uh, it's the number one restaurant in the world right now in Chicago. Grant Atkins is the chef. Uh, he just takes food to another level. It's incredible. It's uh. It's like chemistry and art and just absolute like madness. It's insane. Um, definitely going to have to save up a little penny for that one. And uh, there's a restaurant in Asia. It's the number one restaurant in Asia. I think it's called Gangan. It's uh, like an Indian fusion restaurant, I guess. And uh, I actually know someone that I worked with at Lyft, which is actually... Shout out Lyft because I owe like most of my career to Lyft. I, I spent four years there. It's Lyft Bar and Grill and View in uh, Coal Harbor. Um, you actually came to visit me once. It was a good yeah. time. Yeah, they were they were incredible. Not to get too off the path. Amazing food. But yeah, I had the the lobster mac and cheese. Mm. Oh yeah, that's right. Delicious. Yeah, they have really good food, and uh, the chef Sujin Park there pretty much raised me taught me everything and uh there's a lot of people there that played a big role in you know creating my 
my skill set and my knowledge in the industry. So I have a lot to thank for that. So shout out to Lyft. <laughs> yeah, honestly, shout out Lyft. Amazing food. But um, yeah, so Gan Gan is the other one. It's the number one re- restaurant in Asia. And it's pr- pretty incredible. What about late night food after you're drinking? Oh, late night food after the drinks. Oh, that's a good question. Definitely fuck, can't hurt. Um, there's a great place on uh, Victoria and Kingsway. It's called Trong Tang, I think. It's <laughs> Sorry if I pronounced that wrong, but they've got a really good pho sate. And um, otherwise, maybe d- some Duffins donuts. You got to shout out Duffins. Can't forget that. Um, barbecue chicken sandwich, Viet sub, fried chicken. Get some donuts. Call it a night. What's your favorite cuisine? Favorite cuisine? Italian. Easy. Easy? Easy. What in Italian? Um, pasta. Pasta's like... Meatball? Um, I love a good meatball, but like, <laughs> you know, not my absolute go-to. <laughs> 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 what's your go-to um i don't know i mean penny alfredo no i would probably say um the the crazy the most blown away i've ever been by a pasta dish was a rigatoni bolognese <laughs> it was is that ask for luigi shout out ask for luigi they're really good too unreal um yeah also shout out ryan mills he's at hawksworth now so. Great guy, great, great chef great in the guy. city. Great guy. <laughs> so if you um what what do you order when you go to your own restaurant? Um when I go to my own restaurant, I crush a lot of oysters. Um and I love the Caesar, but the the drink. And I mean the Caesar salad's good too, but no, I'm not a big Caesar salad guy. Uh the burger, put it out there. It's the best burger in the city. So come and try it. Um, so if I'm going to eat at my restaurant, I have, I have a test for you. I have a quiz. You yeah. ready? Name the ingredients in your burger. In my burger. In the burger. Beef, salt, bread, <laughs> like buns, <laughs> lettuce, <laughs> tomato, onion, pickle. Sec- I can't give you the ingredients to my sauce. Yeah, that's fair. That would be exposing but too you much. Have the sauce. But there's an incredible burger sauce, a slice of cheese, bacon, and then you got a burger. Wait, what are the sides? What are the sides? Just some oh, you can get fries. You can upgrade to a chowder. You got Manhattan chowder, Boston chowder, mm. Caesar salad, green salad. Well, Noah, thanks for coming. Hell yeah, man. Well, show, what's your Instagram? Oh, it's Noah Bogdanoff. Straight no Straight no Bogdanov. Keep it simple. Easy. Check Come it out. Come follow me. Hi, right, thanks for coming. <laughs>